Yo, what's up, everyone? Yo, 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 yo. Episode seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're it's, just chugging along. We're just freaking chugging along, bro. Yeah. Taking one chug at a time. We're one at Beer chug. Fest. We're at Beer Fest right now. We're, we're chugging. Having a blast. Ah, such a good day. It's a great day. It's sunny outside. We're here in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Dude, this is one of the days when you're like, I'm in LA, bro. Yeah. I'm in fucking LA, bro. (laughs) Like, I am not anywhere else in the country or in the world. I'm in LA, the city of opportunity. Right, right. And I mean, with LA and beautiful weather comes beautiful people and entertaining guests. Mm. And speaking of entertaining guests, we have with us today Alex Deo. Hey. Thanks for the compliment. Oh, man, you're awesome. Heck yeah. And Alex is an event planner as well as a music producer. So, I mean, yeah, that's like two sides of the coin there. Tell us a little bit about like how you got started in both avenues and uh, how do you manage uh, having those two careers at the same time? Um. It's, I actually started, so predominantly now I've been doing a lot of uh, event planning, but in between, so pretty much I started, I'm 26 now, I started when I was like 17, pretty much, going into uh, college. I would just throw house parties a lot. That's like, that's like what I love most. I wish there was more houses to do that, like in LA, to be honest, um, but I just miss like, I don't know, I'm from Philadelphia, so yeah, those, yeah. those house parties are go go crazy there. Um, I did that for a couple of years, and then I started booking like artists from talent agencies and stuff, like nice. like Windish Agency, which is now Paradigm. Um, uh, I forget like Madison House. Like there's yeah. like, different agencies that like book a lot of underground DJ artists. And um, during the SoundCloud boom, I was just that's all I was doing, just like bringing oh, out like, small guys like that, and then like, yeah. got <laughs> got bigger, bigger, and then uh, yeah, what? yeah. What what's what's the SoundCloud boom? SoundCloud boom is probably uh, I would describe it as what happened with um, pretty much like you know how a lot of the underground music and Spotify playlists and producers now mm-hmm. there's like a Spotify sound. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened post SoundCloud boom when a lot of just like bedroom producers would make beats and then um, upload them right on the SoundCloud like right after they were finished that day and then. Um, they would make a name out of just straight SoundCloud. Wow. And they, they got management. They got um, agents. That's how, like, um, Flume got big from that. Or, like... Um, That's tight. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And Flume's massive, like... Now he is, yeah, yeah. Man. But, like, nowadays, you can't upload any, like, remixes on SoundCloud. Back in the day, there would be a copyright infringement yeah, issues. Yeah, right. Or, I mean, nowadays, there's copyright. But, like, now, back then, that wasn't an issue at it all. Was you free. would just yeah. upload any little bootlegs. You, like, do a couple things to a track, change it up a little bit, and you could just upload it as your own. Uh, you know? man. So, whoever brought SoundCloud back to life when it was dying yeah. implemented all these new yeah closets oh well, that's what made it die in the first place probably uh yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah but yeah i i've got recently got back into soundcloud i stopped for a while just because it was like flooded with a ton of like i don't know it started getting homogenized but nowadays like i feel like it's it's it is coming back yeah it's coming back a little bit yeah. that's tight well everyone's craving a new sound like mm-hmm. what's the next thing that's gonna have everyone uh, how, how long had music been out 
How the beginning what? of time. <laughs> <laughs> How long has music been out? Like since forever. Yeah, probably like since language, even before language, maybe even you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's you a long grunts. And that's hunts. a long fucking time. Yeah, you get to a point where you want to hear something unique. You know, you're like so different. Mm-hmm. It stands out. We're always searching for it, man, mm-hmm. and I someone they always find something new like you can't ever go a day without someone saying here's a new sound yeah i mean i feel like nowadays more than ever now that we don't have to worry about like real problems not like you know first world problems nowadays now you're able to explore like different sounds like back in the day it was a necessary thing where like um if you were going through some struggles you had to listen to the blues or you know if you were going through like it's like there's always like the countercultural movement that like eventually dictates pop culture yeah you know yeah eventually interesting oh yeah i got you guys some gifts actually oh Oh, wow yeah yeah yeah. since we're in a what is it clear the haze i got some haze og for you guys oh Oh, thank you so much no doubt no doubt Um, oh that's that's awesome i got some of this too scarface uh, carl loves it (laughs) hey this guy's awesome i I love I, I went to the guy. shop. I was like, this podcast is called Clear the Haze. You got any haze? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, well, proceed to make it hazy, my friend. Yeah, man, for sure. Yo, the dispensaries at K-Town are pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. I just moved yeah. here from Highland Park about, uh, like, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. And, uh, like, are you from K-Town, too? No, no, I'm not so from So you live K-Town. here, right? So Yeah, I live here. Yeah. I is there anything I should here. know about K-Town? Like, it's been, like, maybe, like, two months since I've moved in here. Uh, you have to be a defensive driver. Yeah. This yeah you do. Traffic here is annoying. It's man. crazy. Um, Korean barbecue is good, but you can't eat it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've already learned that. Yeah, at that yeah. point, I'm too, you know, that's the first thing you learn, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. Good, though, man. It's really you can't good. process so all good. that meat, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm. Have you guys been to, like, any, like, the spas or bathhouses out here? We spas tight. Yeah? Is it, I've never been to one at all. I went you know? to, a, I went. I got a facial done from a Korean lady here. Amazing job. Really? Amazing job. What does that job. entail? Like, what do you, they just clean your face? It was $35. And massage your face and they and just they have a machine that opens up all your pores and then they have like a suction and it just like they slide it on your face and then at the end she shows you like this canister like this she's like this is the oil that's on your that was on your face that we just removed and i was like damn and she goes yeah it's it just happened so many people don't realize now the dirt that they carry that they can't get out like Mm -hmm. you know yeah interesting that's what happens in LA, in LA, man. You just learn how to take care of yourself because, like, it's easy to like just get lost in like the bullshit out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you go to We Spa, not to sound like a commercial for them, but on Tuesdays they have fifteen bucks, uh, fifteen dollar entry. Gotcha. That's which, how it works, right? It's like an entry fee, and then you can just show. Yeah, the and then you just like, chill in there. They have room like to room. yeah. There's a locker room mm. area which has like. The jacuzzi, uh, mm-hmm. like a cold bath, like super cold. Like, man, you'll freeze, but it's so good for your body. Yeah, it's um, like really cold. Yeah, is it's that, what really... Is it? That's called, um, it's called, what is it called? Oh, damn. Sorry. Uh, uh, 
cryotherapy. That's yeah. what it's called, cryotherapy. Yeah. You, ever, you ever hear about that? The one that you're in a pod? Yeah, Just yeah. freezing yourself. Yeah, or just like cold therapy yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. taking out all the inflammation in your body, apparently. Yeah, it's just like Does that work, though? Swelling. Like it, like, yeah, it works you, great. Yeah. Um, I usually go to Malibu and do it naturally in the ocean. Oh, okay. Because it's yeah, super yeah. chilly in the morning and initially you'll get in and you're like i can't be in here for any more <laughs> but then time. like two minutes pass by and you're yeah just like, two minutes yeah, pass yeah, by yeah. you're like wow i'm yeah. acclimated and then, <laughs> and then you, you get <laughs> out and you're like i gotta get back in yeah yeah it's and great. it's strange how you just mold into <laughs> mm-hmm. what you need but it, after the next morning i don't know i feel great i don't know man i'm from philly so like the beaches we have in Jersey, like it's seasonal. Yeah. So, you know, there's only a couple months where you could go into the ocean without like really freezing your ass off. Yeah. And over here, it's, I think like the lowest it gets probably is like what? Like, I don't know. I, I'm just, I mean, my ass, like 45, 50, like 60 at the like very highest. Or It probably gets really hot though, actually. Huh? Oh, you the mean like ocean. the ocean tip? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, in, on a really hot day, the ocean feels great. Yeah. It's still cold. It's always cold, but it definitely feels great. No, well, like at the end of the summertime, like the actual ocean's like way warmer. Yeah. Than it was like. Like in the middle yeah. of December. Like it could go from like twenty degrees in Jersey. Like the ocean should be could be like twenty degrees, and it could go up to like, you know, I don't know, like fifty five, sixty. That's like, wild. Towards I the don't end know of the just how warmer cold ours gets, but it's always eligible to enter. Have you ever uh, been surfing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We go surfing out of the secret spot in Zuma. Oh, well, yeah. I guess it's not secret anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't know exactly where, but it's uh, it's out there and it's pretty awesome. It's a whole bunch of people doing the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just got to be careful of current. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> freaking Malibu, bro. The current, the current will the, fuck you up. Yo, really? Look, it almost Heart, killed bro. us. Really? Yeah. It Did almost killed us. You? Like, <laughs> oh my god, it was a terrible time, bro. We were just fucking. We we're chilling for a while. We died. Yeah. Yeah. We died for a second, bro. In our minds, he, he seems like it was a good day. It's no, like the worst bro. Day of it was. Life. <laughs> it was. Well, it's because the oceans almost killed me before, yeah. and so I'm. I was prepared for it this time. <laughs> But it was still the lifeguards came out and they were like, "Yo, come back!" Yeah. And we were like, "We're trying, we're trying, to. <laughs> really." And yeah, we were oh, like, "We're man. trying our best." And then, and then he's like, "Like, we kept swimming." And then in my head, I was like, "Fuck." Are you a good Is swimmer? The, huh? Are you a good swimmer? I am. I'm a good wow. swimmer. Like, yeah. I'll keep okay. up. Yeah. That's why we we would stay in the uh. same place. We would stay, but they were like, we were like, we're not moving. We're just getting sucked further. And they were like, swim the opposite direction. And I was like, uh, oh, just well, just you have let to it. follow the current. It was crazy. Let it take you, yeah, but take direct you. which way it takes you. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't trust the ocean to let it take me anywhere. So yeah, <laughs> heck no. I watched Titanic. Yeah, Castaway. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, they got fucked up in those movies. Little Sully? Mermaid. Sully, bro. Oh, Sully. Well, they survived. What's Sully? You've never seen Sully with Tom nah, Hanks? Nah. It's actually pretty it's good. It's Captain Sully Sullenberger. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Hudson. That's that's pretty recent, right? That's like two yeah. or three years ago or something. That's the funny thing. That recently happening, I don't even remember it. Like, I don't remember it actually well, it's happening. because it w- had a happy ending. We only remember tragedy in this country. Whoa, that, yeah, that's, that's some true stuff. It's messed up. And never forget the Titanic. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> never forget 9-11. You know? That's because, like, the tag was never forget, though. Exactly. Mm. They didn't want that's you to forget That's a great tag. It. Yeah. No, like, no, like... 
that's that's Never a little forget. morbid, but like great, great PR. That, <laughs> what can we just like adopt it for something else? Like why no. do like all the bad Willy people sausages. have great PR? Like, Never forget. Never like make forget. A, make America great again. Such great PR. Like, it's great. God damn it. Great like, PR, <laughs> dude. It's a it gets well. Every ca- great campaign needs a slogan. Obama yeah. had his. What was this again? His his slogan was hope. <laughs> that's just one word. Hope. Yeah. Short wow. and sweet. And then, yeah, really. and then it was no change. Is no, we word. believe in change. Well, change. Oh, well, he had two. Change. Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had yeah, two yeah, campaigns. Yeah. yeah. No, and then he had forward, right? Forward. For, moving He's just forward. Taking, like, no, I words. thought that was Hillary. <laughs> these are was Hillary words. forward? <laughs> these these aren't slogans. They're just words. <laughs> what the fuck is this bullshit? It's literally Yo. just words. Yeah. Yo, what yeah. the fuck? Like, forward change. Hope. <laughs> Make America Great Again makes me like yeah. that to me is so fucking funny. MAGA, it was already done. Reagan had Make America Great. People Again. only started yeah. saying MAGA like this year, right? But like people, saying it MAGA, MAGA. Like the actual like saying MAGA. Like I haven't heard that before a year ago. Uh, Bro, I mean, the times are changing. Yeah, I guess I've been hearing it for a while. It's just yeah. I've heard the term or the slogan "Make America Great Again," but like I'm from the South though, so oh, like yeah. it was a. A whole bunch of back and forth on my timeline, bro. Where in South? Where in the South? Well, I was born in Georgia, but currently re- my family resides in South Carolina. Okay. So yeah, that's where we've been for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, pff, everywhere you go, you can't you can't avoid it. Everyone's just unapologetically conservative, and with it comes their conservative views and. <laughs> Kind of crazy. They're gonna spew their thoughts on the internet like everyone does, and, and that gonna, just causes huge clashes because obviously we're integrated. So yeah. mm-hmm. when your neighbor all of a sudden is maga this maga that, and then you're like, "Well, wait a minute, I'm Democrat over here. Like, mm-hmm. how do how are we supposed to do this?" And I I think you can coexist. I don't have to believe in what you believe in to well, like you. Did your parents like ever teach you like don't talk? religion don't talk politics with other friends and stuff have you ever heard that i've heard that but that's stupid that yeah, i mean yeah. well i mean we're in the new age you know you, back you then can, that's how we got in this position mm-hmm. because everyone was afraid to say how they really felt yeah. and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. a guy got in office that people didn't want because well, a whole bunch of people that said they were going to vote for hillary lied and went the other way because they liked what he was saying and he was saying some good stuff in the beginning it was different that's it was for sure very different Mm-hmm. The thing about Trump that made him stand out was, first of all, he's had such a, like, nobody ever talked about him. Trump was just like, oh, that's just Trump. He's rich. Mm-hmm. He's rich. He's rich. That's mm-hmm. his, that's Trump, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't give a fuck. Now, when he became Republican, they just started digging up all this stuff. But the thing is, they already knew all these things. You're talking about, like, uh, like, like. Who's they? Is it like Fox or like, you know, like, like that, the bro, Democratic shadow government. Party? Or? Who's Sh- they? Shadow government, bro. You know. The people. Damn. Yeah. The people who are really in charge. You know, it's like you see it everywhere. You see it all over the place. You can't deny it. So you're saying that they don't like the fact that he's Republican? or Bro. Yeah, man. Like, d- look at the fact. Look at all the things that they do. They dig everything in his life, bro. Like, to the to the T, like they they are broadcasting everything really? he does. I feel like I think I it's more because it. people think he's incompetent. Yeah, mm. less so than Republican because 
I mean, Bush was Republican, but people still thought he was incompetent only because he said dumb things. But well, yeah, he he wasn't like as outlandish as Trump. Yeah, his policies were probably just as outlandish. Though. Right, right. But I think maybe he's doing that to show, like, to say, "Fuck it, I don't give a fuck." Like, I don't care anymore. I'm gonna do this shit. I'm just gonna get it done. Like, you know. Well, yeah, I. I Back in the day, you wouldn't, you didn't know your neighbors' political views, so you would just accept them as a friend, you know. But then, if now the days, you know everyone's political views, so it, it teaches you to like either, a lot of people just hate hate people once they figure out their political views or they love them, when it should be like, you know, like he was once my friend, but now that I understand how he thinks, it you have to further the conversation that you know you can't just hate people right away right like just because you Bro, find out you tell me your political views i'm gonna have a conversation with you about it do not let me invest that much thought into mm-hmm. that like that's just a person who's fuck and nobody really understands politics bro mm-hmm. like there's so much nastiness and like toxicity Mm-hmm. that it, you see behind the scenes that you don't really hear about but if you even do an ounce of investigating you're gonna find something mm-hmm. like and that's just that's just how they just keep people baited you know you're just thinking oh man well maybe it's not all you know maybe it's just a, not all lies maybe just a couple of lies and it's like bro you're already already compromising with your government and where the why the fuck do we have to do that like that's such a sad situation. When I go home, I'm in the same situation. My I, my my parents are from Texas. They live in Texas. And super conservative and it's just oh my goodness. I cannot like sometimes the stuff I hear, I'm just like all right, you know what? I'm going to go investigate this myself because I want to know if what you're saying is true. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're actually listening to them. I'm actually listening and to. And a lot them. of times from face value, you know something is just like, it already uh, yeah. sounds because well not only the th- the thing about it is my my par- my parents are not stupid mm-hmm. they're not stupid people like my parents are very intelligent what and kind of uh parents yeah well what are you are you like italian or you no we, <laughs> i don't know just the name i i'm <laughs> half italian and then half peruvian okay gotcha yeah, yeah so it's just been um it's an interesting life you know, mm-hmm. I like to say recently I started to realize that I'm not actually from this country and I'm just kind of like a visitor, you know. Like, well, that's how, like, the political climate makes you feel and that they sort of want you to feel that way. Even though, like, I've never been. I'm from I'm from America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My parents are Chinese, but they yeah. live in Vietnam. Yeah. So I've all I've I felt like America is my home. But in the past couple of years, like in the political climate, it makes you feel like it's not home. Right. Right. And that's just. Well, that's part of it. It's like a psychological warfare yeah, to make dude, you feel so uncomfortable that you eventually feel like you should just try something else, mm-hmm. which <gasps> is that they true? they they're basically it's a it's a game of make you feel so uncomfortable that we make you think that you're deciding to leave yeah even yeah. though Holy fuck. we want you to go bro it works because i'm convinced i want to go live in europe like yeah and it's kind of uh, weird i'm not going nowhere man I'm <laughs> no i'm definitely still sticking around guys don't get me wrong i'm gonna be in la for a long time nah, um you're in a way, man you already yeah. did <laughs> you gone you gone i'm already going to europe 
We're we're recording this in Europe right now. Actually. Fuck. Yeah. That's a long plane ride, bro. That's like Bonjour. fourteen <laughs> yeah. hours. What? <laughs> oh, bro. What are we even talking about right now? Uh, you know. I feel like sometimes uh, this podcast just goes randomly into we, another we direction. We do derail frequently. And do not board this train. You get into Put a different dimension on. of time, and suddenly you're talking about random ass fucking shit, bro. We traveled uh, worlds of Kino in the in the last episode, and we that did. was such an interesting conversation with him. It was. And it's oh man, to think that that was just the other day, and now we got Alex Deo on, and he's. I mean, he's talking to us about music producing and event planning, bro. Yeah, and the political climate of... <laughs> nah, I'm joking. We can get back to the music stuff, man. That's cool with me. No, uh, no, no. No, we, well, the thing is, is we like to talk about you, yes, but we also like to see what your perspective is on real-world stuff as well. Yeah, exactly, man. Because sometimes I feel like people forget that there's other people around them. You know, it's as basic as that. You know, I feel I realized this earlier, like earlier, early in my life. I was like, the people around you have so much effect on your life. Like, n- don't ever forget that. Just mm-hmm. don't ever, ever forget that. Because if you, if you inv- involve yourself into everything, it's not, it's never really about you. It's never really that deep. People aren't generally mean people. And then the ones that are you can tell, man. Yeah. If you you'll instantly get like a creepy vibe from someone, and you're just like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even try to fuck with it. Yeah. Why? Especially like the more you talk to them. Exactly. Like, you know, the more you talk to Exa- someone, like then you'll understand like where people's true intentions are. But if you're right. not looking out for it, and if you're focused on like, I don't know, man. I feel like I run into that a lot in LA. Like a lot of people are focused on like their goals so that they compromise like their actual friendships for that. You're like, okay, like I'll. Like, this guy could help me out in some way. So, like, if he's an asshole in some other way, then, like, you're willing to look a blind eye. Yeah. Or, But, like, coming, you're from the South. You're from the South as well. I'm from the East Coast. And I feel like it's easy to spot people, like, right away. And yeah. it's almost impossible to, like, compromise your own integrity if you don't, like, not, you don't have to fully agree. But if you disagree on something that's super, like, egregious, then it's easy to, like, you know. Just write it off. Yeah. But pe- people from LA are different, though. I feel like people from LA act like they're from the East Coast or act like from they're from the South. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how do you? How do like you? people that were born in LA? Yeah. I feel like they act like they're from the South or the East Coast and stuff. Like the image that LA has is from people that are from the Middle America or yeah. like you know, or I don't know. I don't know. That's what I've learned. I've only been here for like a year and a half. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, you were where were you at Highland Park? Yeah, so I lived in Highland Park for a little bit, then I lived in Atwater Village, and then I ended up living in K-Town. K-Town's the best, though, so far. Man. Yeah, it's, K-Town's it's right in the thick of it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, super central. Mm-hmm. I can see downtown over my shoulder. Yeah, and I throw a party in downtown, like, right next to Grand Central Market. Um, oh, nice. It's called Last Call. Lastcall.la. And um, we, uh, dude, it's easy to get down there. It's yeah. easy to get down there. It's like, I could take a bus, or I could take an Uber, or I could get get a ride or this and that you know like it's really not a big deal at all so what's your next event that you're throwing uh our next event is actually tomorrow it's um we're partnering up with a duo called two-tone disco they're like this really cool like i would say like club music mixed with pop music mixed with um like video game music like bright stuff it's really cool um 
Yeah, man, we're almost sold out actually. So if you guys are listening to this, this is coming out probably tonight, right? Yeah. If it is, then yeah, you should go to just search up Last Call to ILA. We'll pop up, and then our next uh, next event is tomorrow. It's gonna be badass. There's only maybe like about less than fifty tickets available. So nice. Hopefully, so like act fast because yeah, they're yeah. gonna go. Dude, yeah, we got cool giveaways and stuff. We got like this custom merch that we're giving away. Um, we've got this photo booth that uh, we have like wide angled uh, Polaroids that we're gonna give out to people. Tight. And all these like crazy props because it's it's close to Halloween. So yeah. you know we got like um, a lot of cool props. And this is tomorrow. With. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow night. So October twenty third. 2018 Tuesday Tuesday I'm down go downtown it's called last call yeah it's at Lasita bar right next to Grand Central Market um yeah you'll be able to find it yo Lasita right next to Grand Central Market free 99 free 99 you can't beat that no you can't beat yeah. that you can't beat that with the you want to party in Los Angeles tomorrow yeah you need a break fucking go to the website and if you can possibly win some stuff like yo what you're it's basically getting paid good time you're getting paid to show up yes and it's just a good environment man like goodbye you're, you're not like you, you feel like comfortable there it's not like one of those like bougie club things you're, it's more of like a, a dive bar with an amazing sound system amazing dj setup like we got m- many djs one from san francisco named grimecraft we got one from um a lot of from LA as well. Like it's just it's just a good time, man. Yeah, everyone just gets hammered and has a good time. Man. That's why I like LA. It's not yeah. uncommon to get drunk on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, everyone has such varying schedules out here that mm-hmm. you're always and there's so many people you're gonna find someone out doing something. Yeah, I just I don't I don't agree with the thing where it's like everyone it's so oversaturated here, so it's so much competition. I don't agree with that at all. It's like if it's oversaturated, then there should be more people involved. That, yeah. You know are trying to right have a good time i mean i think that just living in k-town puts that myth to rest for me because every other corner has a korean barbecue restaurant Mm -hmm. and they're all always booming Mm -hmm. every single day every single night everyone's eating so there if there's more than one event planner in town who cares Mm -hmm. everyone's everyone's partying everyone's eating yeah yeah it's just Honestly, it's better for the culture. Um, honestly, in Philly, there's it's there's only so many amount of people in Philly, so like it, it's more it's more like competition, definitely. Mm-hmm. But LA is so dense that like doesn't matter, man. It, there's so it much going matter. on in this city, bro. Yeah, like at every moment of the day, except when everybody's asleep. There's even then there's even shit. then yeah, there's even stuff then, that yeah. it's not good stuff. It after hours? No, that, not that good after stuff. hour yeah, spots, bro. I went one time. Like, don't you guys have jobs? Like what? How is everyone? It's kind of a crazy right time, bro. That time, like three to six in the morning. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, you're on another side of the world, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. Nobody's up to any good from no. three to six. <laughs> from three to six. Sometimes you gotta do yeah. it. Man. Sometimes you gotta. Shit. Take a, take a step in the dark side. Now, do you ever collaborate uh, with any other... Like event companies? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one of our good homies, they're based out of Whittier and Long Beach. Uh, their name is Somos. They've got a radio company, or they got a radio station on Dash Radio. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really sick. We work with them a couple times. Shout out Purple um, Haze Radio. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. We work with them too. On, they're yeah, on Dash they're, Radio yeah, as well. They're, they're really, really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, they're our, in the Purple Haze. Yeah. yeah. No, they're they're Purple Haze. They're right? Purple Haze. Yeah. yeah. Purple Haze. Ba- they're based on, on Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Like, Jimi Hendrix is, is the foundation of their yeah. vibe. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn, it's probably all psychedelic, huh? Yeah, it's pretty chill. No, but, it's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Shout out to them. Dude, those records are some of the most craziest. I just went find. to his grave not too really? long ago. Was a couple, it in Hollywood Forever? Uh, no, it's actually in Washington. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a whole like monument in Wait, Seattle. Wait, DC or right? Seattle? Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, like literally just outside of it, um, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I, I crashed. Is it like uh, big or is it like I can't imagine? That. Oh, it's it's literally like a f- it's kind of like a mini Stonehenge what, where dude? there's like a whole bunch of s- s- stone slabs surrounding this kind of like gazebo type thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant guitar in it. And that's what I, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. And like yeah. people come and like leave a whole bunch of stuff around it. People leave like pictures of their loved ones and stuff. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, people will come there and, and you know, you'll see people like playing or something. Do you guys know how when uh, he passed away? Uh, it was back in the seventies. Do you know how old he was though? He was like twenty seven, twenty six. He was part of that club. Was yeah. it? That, you know, like Kurt Cobain. Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. I can tell you for sure. Give the me twenty seven club. Man, that's nuts. That is one of the craziest like phenomenons. Well, it just goes back to what you were saying earlier, like. Sometimes you gotta. There's like a dark side to everything, you know. Some, some people's wow. whole lives are like, you know. Dark he died side. September eighteenth, nineteen seventy. Yeah. Wow. In the UK. How old do you wow. know how old he was? Uh, well, he was born November twenty seventh in nineteen forty two. Forty two. So he was twenty eight. 27 28 he was 27 actually because he Ooh. hadn't turned 28 yet have you guys uh are you guys fans of vince staple yeah Vince staples mm-hmm. yeah yeah dude he's uh you ever see that video of his the prima donna video i haven't seen that oh man it's badass especially if you guys like film too like yeah he, he incorporates like many different directors as like really sets and stuff into like one big uh, medley of videos that's tight and towards the end i dude i gotta spoil it it's been like over years probably yeah. um towards the end he's like and he goes in the he goes through like the elevator pretty much which has like the carpet of the shining like yeah. you know, the shining carpet yeah. like the yeah. that crazy mansion right he it's like on the walls and stuff and like he goes into like it looks like wes anderson's like hotel or what is it budapest hotel yeah the grand budapest hotel yeah. oh my they god they give him yeah. like the keys and stuff and then yeah. he goes to his room and he's passing by all these celebrities that have died oh snap. and but it's not it's not really like it's it's really subtle so you don't really even understand it like you see like amy winehouse walking down the hall um people people love a dead amy winehouse for some reason it's so weird everywhere everywhere they always put her as a ghost like oh amy winehouse like oh that prima donna oh Oh, yeah that came out in 16 y'all definitely should have seen that by now if you mad at me that i spoiled that then Hey, shouldn't I have put been you sleep. on, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand. <laughs> Show yeah. some love. Um, it's badass, though. Yeah, you see like Kurt Cobain standing or sitting in his hotel room, and they're all like the Twenty Seven Club, and like wow. he's about to turn, or he's probably gonna turn twenty seven at some point. Yeah, and uh, it, that's not even like the most exciting part, man. It gets crazier after that too. So Amy Winehouse's story is sad because she just drank herself to death because she was looking for love and 
everyone around her was either hurting her or, or a vulture. Yeah, taking advantage yeah. of her. And yeah. Stuff. So and that's so just because she was such a unique person. Yeah. She yeah. was super unique, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this, there was so much about her that there were so many aspects that you were just like what you gonna do next yeah she sort of gave me that like nirvana vibe for sure you mm-hmm. know like the band nirvana yeah. it's like you're it's almost you, you if you're so real and you're all really about the art form and once you break through to the point where hollywood has gets a hold of you or yeah. you're like a part of that culture now it's like culture clash you're like right who are these fucking people? You know? Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Nirvana, I, I actually went to his house as well, Cobain's house. What really? Yeah, what, where it, was that? It's in know. Seattle as well. Wow, okay. Um, so but you know, that, was that deep culture. Yeah, right? it that's, has that's mad nuts. deep culture, and that's where grunge originated. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna be really thick there. But uh, it it was just like such a beautiful scenery and everything, and just to mm-hmm. think that somebody was so tormented in this space, yeah. this beautiful, mm-hmm. like wow, how deep did it go? Yeah, it's like those those people like never got out of adolescence, almost right. It's like you see, you know how adolescents you're like super just angsty yeah, and stuff, full of hormones yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It seems like they took that on to like yeah. You know, well, if you, if you're a successful musician, especially, like you'll be able to live long, young forever. Sort yeah. Of thing. So. Well, I know, I know it's like a phys- physical thing, adolescence, but if you're allowed to, you'll just be young forever, I feel like. Yeah. For better yeah. or for worse. <laughs> uh, I mean, in my opinion, that's for worse. Because you got to grow up Yeah, at some you got to grow up, man. There's, yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's a... Can't stay a kid forever. There's a mental shift, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a mental shift. Mm-hmm. I see it now more than ever. Especially in, in L.A. Especially in L.A. Especially in Cause, L.A. Because... A lot of people either take care of themselves really well, and that's where like you get that like health freak mindset of LA. Or yeah. some people just treat their body and their life like garbage. Yeah. Whether or not you could still be grinding and still not be living like good, like right. Most of the time, you're not actually, but um, not enough sleep, not eating. But well. that's why like you get that health freak mindset because everyone around you isn't taking care of themselves, so you have to like overcompensate or else you get sucked into that world. Yeah. So like I, I never hate against like you know, I mean I do like it's annoying to hear about vegans, it's annoying to hear about certain things. <laughs> well, vegans stuff. like to make it known to everyone that they are a vegan. Yeah. And it's like, well, we get it. We get but it. I understand why you have to do that because everyone around you is, you know, it's easy not to take care of yourself out here. The air is like yeah, polluted, like the water if, isn't if, great. You if know? you don't tell people, they're going to keep bringing meat to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, hey, man, you want some of this meat? And then you're just going to be like, um, nah, man, why not? Just nah. Get, a, get an impossible like, burger. Nah, dude, bro. those are nice. Those are really great. You it's know, good, but yeah. it's just, I haven't eaten one yet, but yeah, really? everyone says they're amazing. Out. Monty's on Western. Oh, really? Yeah, man. They only sell that, right? Yeah, it's just straight vegan. Oh, and they got like tots too and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to try that spot, man. It's really good. Yeah, man. yeah I've been. I saw a that. friend of mine. I believe it was Sierra on Instagram. She was. Um, she posted about it, Sierra and I was like, uh, "No, she's this oh, okay. model. She, um, she's really nice. She's okay. really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. They have like, dude. It's so funny when my girlfriend was telling me about this. They have a card called the beauty card if you're like an instagram model you just get free shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's like yeah. so nuts right that's crazy a beauty card yeah yo they're and not they're even just trying to hide like that you know, know it's just right. like, Dude, what it's they, and all they do is get free shit yeah. like everywhere like i see her instagram story 
free shit. It's good marketing, man. Everywhere. It's good marketing. If, uh, but beautiful. yeah, the social following is more. It's it's more of a currency than actual currency. If you yeah. think about yeah. it nowadays, yeah. you could pay yeah. for it's that currency. Nowadays. Yeah, well, you could pay for sponsored posts, which actually do that. And our last guest, Chris Giovanni, mm-hmm. uh, was actually saying, uh, well, two guests ago rather, he was actually saying, uh, social media determines if you're eligible for a role or not because mm-hmm. they want someone that's automatically going to come with eyeballs. Yeah. They don't want to have to introduce you to the world. Mm-hmm. They want the world to just ride with you on whatever you're doing. So I, that's interesting that you say that because I agree. It's definitely currency at this point. Yeah. It's... So everyone go follow us on clear the haze <laughs> yeah. at Instagram, clear the haze pod on Twitter. Are you guys, are you guys liking what you're listening to? That is my question today. Yeah. And you know, the best way to tell us is through a beautiful review. Yeah. Good or bad. Good or bad. We'll take it. We'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. It's always fun to hear what you guys have to say. You can always email us. Uh, We actually just got some business cards. Thanks to Willie. Thank you, Willie. Oh yeah. You're welcome, man. We're progressing. Yeah, we are progressing. Big business, baby. Yeah. Mm. So we're excited to see where this next chapter takes us. And we're going to have some awesome guests coming up for you. Um, just a quick, just a quick little note, um, back to, back to the show. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have sponsors yet, so we sponsor ourselves. We sponsor ourselves, bro. You have to sponsor yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good idea. Yeah, man. So, I mean, who, who wants to be our first one? Come on, come holler at us. Um, you have access to us. You have access to our, our friend here and everything that he has going on. So, you know, if you want to be plugged in. To the future of LA, mm. mess with us. Oh, the future of LA. I like that. That's yeah. so true, right here. Yeah, Alex Dale. Hey. Alex Dale. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Um, how's that? We haven't talked about the music producing. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. What do you want to know? How long? How long have you been doing it now? Yeah. So, um, I've been doing all music related stuff for about since I was like seventeen. So about. I'm so bad at math right now. Eight, eight, almost nine years. In two wow. years, it'd be ten years. That'd be crazy. Wow. But um, I've only been producing music for maybe the past like five years. Yeah. So uh, I started off throwing parties and DJing, and then um, the route that I wanted to take was more of like I, I've DJed a lot of parties. I've opened up with a lot of big artists and stuff. But I know for sure that like I didn't want to make my whole living off of touring. Yeah. Because like that, it's such a grind and stuff. So I thought touring. Like, yeah it's crazy you say that because i just saw a clip yesterday where michael jackson was like i hate touring it's awful i can't sleep well especially in that caliber yeah that's yeah yeah it's nuts but even just like in a small caliber doing like those small little circuit runs and stuff that's that's so exhausting but i I mean i definitely want to do it but i also know that like my dream would be to have like a nice house with like a home right. studio and have like all because I, I i like collecting connecting the dots i like having like i have a lot of friends that do different things so i'd rather just have like i want to have i want to be the hub for all that right right and that's what like a music producer does you know you produce records you produce like all different types of stuff and that's tight. having the space to do it is so crucial like i'm i'm almost at that point where you could just like have a studio is 24 hours someone's in there like nice cooking something up yeah yeah 
that's how you get on the map man mm-hmm. it's like what do you want oh you didn't like that well i got mm-hmm. four million other tracks for you so what's yeah, up that'd be great and all different types man i produce uh, for bands i produce for like right now i'm producing my homie bones maroney's record or not the whole record but i'm producing this one single off of it and literally it sounds like billy joel it's Tight. crazy and Tight. but like my personal stuff it sounds more like like we were talking about flume or uh-huh. that's how i started really man I, I got really big into djing but then there's only so high you could go so you were doing more of the EDM scene with yeah. your DJing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I would promote like um, a lot of those underground. I was like at the forefront of Philadelphia's like underground music scene. Yeah. Um, I was in a business called Pure Productions. I was co-owner with my buddy Mario, and he or oh, sorry, it it was stands for Philadelphia's Underground Rave Experience. Yeah. At that time, and we would we would do crazy stuff, man. Like. We what was it like, called again? Uh, Pure Productions. Pure Productions. Yeah, Philadelphia yeah, it's not Underground yeah. Rave. Experience. Experience. That's tight. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I, it got me to open up for a lot of people. Like, I played with guys like Bauer or yeah. Snake Hips yeah. or um, Flume. Uh, I played with, like, uh, this one crazy, like, turntable. It's called C2C. Um, a lot of big stuff, man. But at that time, um, I was only, like, 18, 19. Wow. So, like, you know, that's all I was like, I got to learn how to produce music so that I could be those guys next. Yeah, I could be, like, the ones, I I, want to be up there, like, playing my own music. So, it's a big reason why you start producing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, you know, there's only so many DJs, like, that are just DJs, and they get, you know, booked for doing that. Yeah. But, honestly, I love it, though. It, It... I definitely, when I produce, I bring a DJ mindset into it. Like I, I do like, I like, since I know a lot of different records, I, I know how to like produce records in a different way than someone that doesn't know how to DJ. So So what do you, could you, could you delve into that a little more? Like, um, well, like what's different with your set, your skill set versus the average man? It's funny. I collaborate a lot. So when I work with different people, I assume different roles. Okay. So, um, I, I've got a buddy named Scott. He goes by Hound Track. Whenever I go to his studio, um, we pretty much produce 50-50. Like, I'll go 10 minutes in, he'll go 10 minutes in, or we'll, like, you know, we'll just take over. Like, we have one laptop, and we just, like, start the track together. Nice. Um, but when I work with my buddy Ian, um, he goes by Glenwood, I would send him an idea, and he would send me back ideas and back and forth. Like, we'll spend hours, like, alone. Yeah. And, um... I've got another friend, Patrick, where he has the craziest home studio setup where he has like turntables like in his uh, crib. Oh, nice. So like he'll have like old drum machines and I'll have the turntable and I'll yeah. sample records while he's actually making the drums for it. That's stuff. sick. So like I, that's like a more classic feel to it. All Killing records, two birds with one stone too. Dude, you could make, if you do it like that where you have everything recording all the time yeah. and you're just making the beats on the spot, you could run through like three or four beats in like five or six hours. What? Because you know, you're finding samples, you're just making the drums while you're doing the samples, yeah. scratching, like doing the effects through the mixer. It's not like sitting in the computer. That's so tight. different That's workflows tight. for different like people yeah. that I'm working with. But It's more like, natural, organic. Yeah, like I love that, man. If I, had, yeah. if I was loaded like that, I would just invest it all in gear, but I know for sure. Yeah. You, you can't you can't do that there's better there's smarter ways to invest in gear yeah don't buy too much gear kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can do it with a laptop i promise you it's like having a business and buying way too much stock yeah it's like yeah. wait when you could be spending it on other stuff right definitely definitely mm-hmm. um what is your biggest aspiration in life um i think i touched on it earlier probably just if i could I don't want to like own a record label and be a part of the business, but I want to be producing all the records and like connecting people so that 
I just like the best thing in life is to see your creative ideas and creative aspirations like come to fruition. That's like mm. it's so fulfilling to see like things that yeah. you happen. Even like this, you know, the fact that you, you know you hit me up like yo come on to the show. Like the fact that we made some, yeah, is just so satisfying. And like I just want to chase that, you know. Oh that's man, that, I don't think that, that'll ever like die down. That's one of the reasons why I love this podcast, bro. Yeah, we literally yeah. upload it and then I see it and I'm like, there it is. Yeah, there it's it tangible, is. Tangible, you know. Like it. That was less than a day. That was a moment that we captured and now we're sharing it with the world yeah this is our content mm-hmm. yeah that's just basic it's not i'm not even special because that everyone has that you know like no yeah. bro I, you I, are I, special well yeah but like, you have everything you've talked about nobody can replicate that yeah that's true yeah but like i'm talking about if you're i like cooking and stuff like mm-hmm. once you you're done cooking you see the finished product like that's satisfying you know it you is. put your creative like juices yeah. into it it's Especially like, when you do it right. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, first try, what's up? Mm-hmm. But I want to do that as sustainable as possible. Like, I know for sure I don't even want to be looking at the computer too much. So it'd be nice to have, like, you know, like, I want to be working with, like, vocalists. I want to be working with um, videographers and stuff. Because I used to shoot short well, films before I even did music, which is funny. This is what I will say to that. If, if you don't want to look at computers too much mm-hmm. and you want to focus on the other stuff, start your conversations with the other stuff first and then talk about computer second mm-hmm. that way the first thing you talked about is the most important because you're so passionate about mm-hmm. it right you're talking about in making music or more just like, in conversation yeah. mm-hmm. when you're talking to somebody about it you're you get so passionate about that topic that once you sh- shift to the second thing you want to talk about mm-hmm. they're already invested in you mm-hmm. and they're just like okay what else does this guy have to say mm-hmm. what else is he going to talk about like what else are his passions yeah i mean like it's only been a little bit of time we went through so many different topics <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> sort of bouncing around don't worry about that's it, what we do yeah <laughs> oh, but dude. our our crowd knows that already mm-hmm. they gotta they know how to keep up yeah that's cool and i mean yeah dude it's i mean i listened to the chris giovanni one and it, when you listen to podcasts most of the time you don't really have the biggest expectations for like oh i want him to talk about this and I want him to talk about this. Yeah. And it's good to like, you know, hear like full out focused ideas, but at the same time you get to know more people when it flows naturally. I exactly. Think. And yeah. we're all about natural flow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> on that note, it sounded kind of weird, but natural flow sounds like a nasty ad you would see on the, on the deep web. Like, what is that about? Yo, wait, uh, hold on, hold on. We got to talk about, do you guys have like a bidet, bidet in the bathroom? Yeah. Is that a bidet? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the first bidet. one I've ever seen. Oh, really? Speaking of natural flow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, you like to stay refreshed. Oh man. Cheers to that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's about to move to Europe, so that's no, that's true. That's there. true. Not he's running away that's from true. America. Guys. He's going, getting back in touch with with his Italian oh, side. Man. What you're doing right now is proving the government's point, man. You're just driving me away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm an I'm an immigrant too, but it wasn't my choice. <laughs> you're an immigrant. Oh well, come on now. Come on. <laughs> essentially, essentially, but no, I'm actually uh, American. Yeah, yeah, same. I was having a conversation with my buddy Ian the other night about it. Like, being like first generation is so crazy. Like, Luigi, you're not. Are you first gen? What do you mean? Like, is your are your parents like immigrants, like actual direct immigrants? Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. So, my, my mom came from Peru. What so, is? you were the first person born in America. No, but no, you weren't born I wasn't in America. Born in America. So your kids might be first gen. My my kids would be first gen. No, they're gonna be born in Europe. 
that would be European. What a fucking backstabber. Yeah, <laughs> no, bro. They're, 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 they're going to be citizens of the world, man. Of the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be... I don't know what those kids are going to do, but I'm very excited to see, man. Yeah. That's that's the best thing I could say about my kids right now. Yeah. And what kind of even... kids were you guys? Were you guys like badass children? Like, nah, you, man. Like, I was chi- like the parents? opposite. You were a good I kid? I was the best kid you can ever oh, ask nice. for. And it led to me kind of like being like this is ridiculous i spent my whole life being good being good and listening to what everyone else told me to do and not yeah. doing what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and since then my life's just been awesome mm-hmm. i've been more assertive and which has led to more opportunities mm-hmm. and being less passive is kind of one of those things where it's like you can be the alpha or you can be the beta so which one are you going to do decide to be and you know a lot of people confuse being an alpha with being a dickhole but it's like nah you can just know who you are and that is being alpha dude exactly that is a hundred percent you you hit the nail um right when i was um i went back home with to see my my theater director george atkinson shout out george atkinson shout out george (laughs) such a great such an um Probably one of the smart, most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. Like, mm. so much intellect runs through that guy's brain. Like, I applaud him. But when I went back, I was yeah. talking to him about a lot of stuff. And, like, it, it was just cool to to see a, the, another side of him. Now that you're older, now that you, you've, you're living your own life, you mm-hmm. see his his life as well. And now it's like, it changes everything about it, you know? And I... I try. I told him a couple of times while I was there how much I appreciated him, because I just wanted him to know. You know, it's like, dude, that's like, like that's pers- beautiful. I wish, yeah, I wish I could do some shit like that, more like that, because it's hard to get real with people like after you, they've known you as like a kid. Yeah, you know, especially mm-hmm. if they know you like I don't know. Since you were a good kid, like maybe the people think that you know you're not as good anymore or something. But like I used to be a bad kid. Mm. so they people will still remember me in that time yeah so it, it'd be it's that's beautiful to be able to like talk to someone what's a bad kid though uh you know just getting in trouble like you know teachers always calling your parents uh. or, you know <laughs> like just not like not yeah. a good influence to the kids around you probably no i wasn't like a fucking i wasn't like you know crazy right like, but you know everyone goes through their just you're just hype yeah definitely had a little uh self-discipline issues mm that doesn't involve like anything too crazy but that literally was on my report card yeah <laughs> wow yeah i i, I went was, to a catholic school though so you uh, know their standards are different than public school yeah sure. yeah oh dude i went to private high school yeah. Ter- yeah. i don't want to say terrible dude, time high school that's that that's not true i went to um, public high school and that was great but private high school must be the worst man no it was the the people the let me put it this way the mm-hmm. students were a different species but the the faculty was all great like all of them would be really really kind and just they would they would all care they actually cared about you which was something that i didn't see i saw in charter school i definitely saw in elementary i would say i was i saw it my whole life from my teachers that's why i always try to shout out teachers because it's like Mm -hmm. they basically do the other half of life like Mm -hmm. your parents teach you almost like well that your parents teach you about what it's like to be like a human at least they should but your teachers should show you about being in society and being a part of something bigger mm-hmm. you know and your parents can touch on that as well but on a different 
in a different scale those things just got lost man like look back in time at everything that even the the messages on the walls like all of the egyptians like there's so much mystery in our own civilizations that have lived on this planet nobody cares do you guys ever think about that like what if uh what if there was like a whole society like that got almost as like smart as us but they they like died off at some way you know like there's so yeah. much missing knowledge that we don't have exactly. well we know for sure just in terms of humanity that there's been tons of civilizations that have just died off in whole in mass and they knew things we don't know you it's think true yeah. we might we, be like the top of it though we're probably like we uh, pr- we probably understand it the best, right? That's what people Here are. I mean, no, 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 just in yeah. the world. Oh, you know, like the, the, the current, the, world. the current the knowledge works, of the world. You know? I would say that, yeah. but I mean, we found, we found what was that thing? The Antikythera, something like that. What is that? Oh. It, it's like a. It was like a little mechanism basically the first computer ever but we st- we still can't mm-hmm. figure out what it was for what we have no idea you just found it really it was it was excavated what bill gates just found it <laughs> no like somebody <laughs> found it but Whoa. like literally it we it worked oh you're talking stuff. about like a different like computer or whatever while it, computers already existed like a like a this is no this is like a is like a com- is like a computer without a screen but it basically functioned the same and Whoa. it it was just something unexplainable to us currently but they used it like way back when mm-hmm. like way back like bc so i don't know it's almost like just like a keyboard with we could just and- live life as a species of humans in like cycles so we reach this point where we are mm-hmm. and then some wow. catastrophic happens and then we start over mm-hmm. and so on and so forth that could be the simulation they speak of maybe we just reset yeah can like, we beat our high yeah. score can we beat our high what's our high score? <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. Is, our, is, yeah. is donald trump our high score uh find out in the next episode episode. like that's a big question bro yeah that's that's who's gonna i feel like donald trump getting elected is what happens when you have like a entire game saved that you've beat and worked on for a long time and got it perfect (laughs) and then all of a sudden your little brother comes in and he's just like i'm gonna create a character on your account and just like destroy everything (laughs) you're like what what are you doing what are you doing stop it this doesn't make sense <laughs> you know you shouldn't do this no yeah it's hard to believe that we're in like advanced society when there's like that like backpack backpack kid dancing or in like <laughs> a bunch of like weird dances coming out it's like it's hard to like really Yo, so many new dances so many new dances yeah. because i would say because of fortnite fortnite promoted dancing a lot i would say because of soldier boy mm-hmm. yeah no nah, man, nah, Fortnite dancing. dancing has been going on for eternity. But no, but like the viral dancing, like viral yeah, dancing, yeah. viral yeah. dancing. It, Fortnite only puts things in the game because they're already popular. Yeah. So the Fortnite doesn't promote dances, but it does it like steals sec- dances and yeah. doesn't pay anyone for it. But it does promote it though, for sure. It promotes it because a a billion kids are now going to start doing those dances, but do does Fortnite create these dances? Do they originate these dances? No, no. like. They they scout. black artists they create scout. these dances, mm-hmm. kids create them, artists create them, whoever like the that is Snoop Dogg 
the the, uh, the drop it like it's hot dance mm -hmm. that's snoop dogg the millie rock that's millie (laughs) they aren't getting paid for that no how do you can you can you like license that or can you copyright like a damn Man, okay. i don't know if you can like, is well, michael jackson getting copyright shit for uh moonwalking, moonwalking, moonwalking i don't think like, so no it's a good question though right? i don't think i don't even think you, like the I macarena don't, I, I don't think you can copyright or the anything. song macarena is copyrighted well, yeah. but not the dance you can't That's do true. dances that'd be weird so. if you did the macarena to any other song though <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man i don't know it's one of those one of those things like can can we make it work somebody yeah. pull up a beat someone um, you could definitely do it to soldier boy you could do it soldier boy <laughs> up in his hole why they can't get right you could yeah you could see I'm telling yeah, you, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, you could definitely do yeah, it. Yeah, you could. You Try could. it out. It uh, you guys couldn't see Willie, but he could. He definitely made it work. Yeah. When I brought it around town, that was the Yule. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, yo, but what I did want to say was just thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah man. Course, we man. appreciate uh, you joining us today. It's mm-hmm. been fun. I know. I know. LA is a crazy ass city, man. Like, hearing music producing and event planning like do you ever have like a third thing you're you're trying to build as well or are you so focused on these two right now um i mean obviously i i chose the two things as a title because those are like those encompass a bunch of other things like when i'm event Mm -hmm. coordinating i'm also like like learning the ins and outs of management agencies and stuff and uh when i'm producing records and stuff i'm understanding how to uh, work with vocalists, so that entails being an engineer as well. Turns into being like um, a manager as well, because you got to manage people in the studio as well, like booking sessions and stuff. So those, both of those, encompass like the whole music industry aspect, because there's live music and then there's recorded music. So you know, it's good to know both sides for sure, because you can't yeah. make your money off of just one nowadays. Nah, nah, and I mean. Pfft. In this city, you gotta have yeah. multiple streams of revenue. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to. It's you, you have to. Yeah. If if anyone's moving here, you gotta like at least plan out as many as possible, and then like whatever you hit, you hit. Whatever brings home the chicken. Yeah. Whatever brings home the chicken. Because I don't. Yeah, eat unless you're bacon. a vegan. <laughs> no. Whatever brings home the celery. Because I'm vegan. Whatever brings home the impossible burgers, because we're going to Monty's after this. I'm down. I'm down. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. I wanted to try it. I wanted. Hopefully, the line's not forever long like it always you, is. It sometimes is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah sometimes. You guys ever pass it? Yeah. Well, I saw Timothy De La Ghetto outside of there. Oh yeah. And Ricky Shucks the other day. Wow. Dude, I forgot about those guys. I used to watch those guys when. Yeah. So I used to make short films, and I was like one of the first YouTuber guys to like do that shit. Tight. Not like the first, obviously, but like before, way before. I Ads. Yeah, um, way before ads. Way dude. before ads. I like, still got some old stuff up there too, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, getting like twenty thousand. Oh like, my god! It's like now those numbers are like different. Yeah, everything is like everything is all like like produced to be viral nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nobody cares about any message behind it or or quality quality it's just quick hitters like boom boom, back in the day you would film like a funny skit for like five minutes you know now the skits have to be vine sort of yeah the 30 seconds that's it i completely missed that little like wave of vine i I never got into that yeah i i mean i had it but i never 
it's just that was an art form in itself trying Mm -hmm. to capture something that's worth Mm -hmm. six seconds of your life or whatever Mm -hmm. however long it was i don't know it It just six seconds it was i think so yeah it was Mm -hmm. six seconds six seconds yeah i don't know i don't know you're just like you at that point you're just doing things that are like extravagant or loud or, or asinine yeah because you can't capture someone's attention in six in six seconds that was meaningful yeah like that vine yeah. changed my life like my whole views on this you know unless you say something really really controversial yeah and then you're just like oh it cuts off right as yeah. you start to say your statement yeah before you could even be yeah. mad at the guy yeah exactly exactly <laughs> or the girl everyone's like what 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 i don't know maybe we can hold on to that one that's that's something to work on but vine. uh well vine vine itself the company is is really twitter like twitter started vine right from the get-go yeah they yeah. Oh, twitter owned wow. vine um that's, that's why crazy. they in- integrated yeah. like loops and that's why when you would share it on twitter it was a whole thing um honestly though they they should have stuck with it but what happened was they basically 30 of their top viners were like give us like i think they wanted 30 million each and they said no and that's way too much that's way too much fucking money no one's gonna give you that kind of money to just stay on your platform yeah you're gonna pay me more that doesn't guarantee that you're gonna recoup me 30 million dollars yeah because if i'm paying you 30 million dollars you better be generating me 90 yeah like and that's and that's for 30 people like that's a lot of money will smith doesn't even get 30 million dollars yeah and where everyone knows who he is and so they went to youtube and now they make money on youtube Mm -hmm. so it's like that's what happened to vine but are they making i don't know some of them they want it well the thing is it changed because 30 are not gonna succeed that's just not gonna happen no ideally maybe five yeah but it really realistically became like 10 of them like mm-hmm. 10 to 15 there's a couple i mean who, shane's mm-hmm. always like youtube money sucks now and like yeah. everyone's like we can't make we can't pay our bills like patreon help patreon us. everybody's doing patreon now yeah. uh, even the guy that does no jumper um adam he was like i was making like you know checks for like 50k and then all of a sudden that slashed down to like seven thousand dollars or something which is still a lot of money but it's not 50k it's so yeah is it because there's more content now like they have to split it up well they changed their their terms oh yeah like youtube changed their terms and how they monetize so a lot of Mm -hmm. videos got demonetized i feel like youtube is one of the best at monetizing like though right no not like paying there needs to be something new now people expect like okay an ad on youtube but if you got an ad like on soundcloud like people are so annoyed here 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 is what i think is the worst problem with companies is they always have the mentality of we have to be better so then once you get to a spot when it's like this is perfect they're like no we have to be better but you're like but this is the perfect website they're like no it has to be better so it's like they never stop Mm -hmm. so then they end up self-destruction you know they just implode because they just it's too much well that's facebook's problem exactly every time there's a new update like what is what they update every two weeks they always do it and then they you know what too many uploads too many trying to be better they got they got caught up in it next thing you know it's like holy shit we just revealed that we have all these people's data and that we give it away to ads holy shit like holy fuck what are we gonna do (laughs) like and then mark zuckerberg has to show up and people are like 
who the fuck is this guy and he just looks like a fucking like inhuman person that you're yeah. just like this guy ain't real this is some person that's just showing up like yeah facebook facebook was like the perfect one until until like what about like six seven years ago probably instagram probably. instagram crushed it yeah. just a, well, a more sparky design where it's like ooh, look more clean facebook seems kind of eh Blue. Yeah, like the uh, the apps that we use are like a reflection off of our society. If you think about it, like yeah. we we value image more than you know like actual ideas being spread. So, sort of just happen. Like yeah. everyone's on Instagram because they want to flex. You know, that's like yeah. a, it's just like a reflection of where we were at in our society. Oh, I feel you. I feel you, man. Well, if I'm being completely honest, the I talk we talk about social media all the time on this podcast because it's mm-hmm. just like it's fucking a reality that everybody has to face now and i and i don't like it i don't like i don't like social media i really don't do you use it though i have to yeah i have to it's work for me at this point i really i enjoy it sometimes because sometimes you find out some cool stuff Mm. but for the most part it's kind of like it's just a distraction especially yeah especially in la you have to do it man it is annoying it is annoying well, people don't even ask for phone numbers anymore. They're like, what's oh, your Instagram? I definitely yeah. don't ask for phone numbers like, anymore. It's just straight Instagram. Because, like, the phone number is just, like, a blank face, you know? It's nice to have at least something to, at like, least put the face to. I can reference this mm-hmm. later when I yeah. forget about you. And we like, gotta, oh. But now that we have cards, boom, here's boom. a card. True that. Want to be on the card. podcast? Boom, here's a card. Reach out. Yeah. We'll put you on. Too easy. Just call or email. Cool. And you'll be on. No problem. Oh my goodness! You're, oh my you're goodness. hype on these cards, man. No, I'm hype on this yeah. show. <laughs> Damn, I'm hype sorry, on this man. Show. Yeah, well, Luigi took a zanny. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't take nothing, man. I woke up. I was actually super tired this morning, man. Oh, yeah? um, yesterday we had um, our annual board meeting for the nonprofit that I'm a part of. Oh yeah, bro, this shit crazy session so much information was thrown out like we had an itinerary of things that we had to talk about and there was so much mm-hmm. it was crazy like i was sitting there and the stuff i was saying i was like they are like yes okay like mm-hmm. that makes sense why and i was like this is cool yeah no that's, that's there's a little bit of everything amazing, in this yeah. and it's a non-profit uh what, what is it oh it's um it's 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 a it's called the rays of sunlight and it's a not i'm the creative director for it as well as a member of the board i'm the treasurer um it's all focused on mental health oh that's um okay. mental health in in schools right now um and if i'm being completely honest we're just finding i'm i'll say a little bit um we're finding some trouble because right now they have a new program in the the schools of la that if you want to be if you want to go in you have to have a tuberculosis shot and then you also have to have an some sort of scan that you have to go do at a police department so that if you want to go to any school now like, like a you, live scan like a live yeah i believe that i, I something I, I don't know if it's called that or if it's something similar it's like um, fingerprinting yeah you're fingerprinting yeah. and it, yeah, it's the whole process is like 70 bucks so if you want to go to any school you're gonna have to pay these 70 bucks and you have to renew it every year it's like what the Every fuck? Year? It's like a tax yeah. now. It's like a tax. Wait, you're talking about for public school? It's yeah. Just, like, did they already? No, have to do I it now? believe so because the the lady that worked there was telling me, um, she she's she's a part of 250 nonprofits. Wow. And well, like she's been a part not not currently right yeah. now she's a right. part of 250 nonprofits. She's a part of a couple, but 
she um she's super smart super cool um she she was telling me about the fact that her nonprofit right now that one that she's currently a part of they're trying to get into schools and now they're telling them we might not be able to do the program anymore and she's like we've been doing this program at your school for 30 years like why would why wouldn't you why would you stop trusting us all of a sudden right we're the same people who we've been in contact like we know you we're friends like what budget cuts no it's it's the scans oh yeah they can't then that would be an extra charge on all those people coming in say you come in with 10 volunteers all those 10 volunteers need to have those scans oh to work at to the work school? at the school even like that oh so it's Parents. a problem for the nonprofit that yeah. it's going to cause an extra fee of course of course it's going to cause the parents of the students extra money but every single year of course as well but to bring 10 volunteers in and generate $700 off of someone trying to help your students doesn't seem right. Yeah, exactly. We, we don't value like our teachers in this country. It's, it's one of the saddest things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know yeah. why they're doing this. And personally, that's all I'll say, but it was one of the bigger things that we talked we, uh, about. We do know it's money. And well, yeah, it of course, to be budgets, it, right? of course, but it, that's just, it goes deeper than that. And it's just, where is the real problem? You know, the real problem is that the people at the top making all the rules also make all the money and they make the rules in their favor. So they continue to make money and there's, what can you do if they can take the money from you, the lower class, they don't have to take any money from them and everything will still get paid for off of lower class money and wealthy money doesn't get touched ever. It's probably not even in American accounts. So that's how our country operates and it's messed up because it only get the divide only grows larger with each day that passes. Yeah. In Philadelphia, it's a big problem. There's mm-hmm. like, there were schools that were closed down where kids like during the school year weren't able to go to school. Wow. They like, they weren't able to pay their teachers. That's crazy. And, like, schools were closing down over like, I forget, like 15, 20 schools closed down where the kids like didn't, you couldn't, they couldn't go to school for like, you know, that quarter or two quarters. That's crazy. Know? And what's a teacher making in like some small district, oh, like 700 bucks a week. And plus like those kids are hard to teach too, man. Yeah. Inner city, yeah. inner city. Like it's, it's definitely harder. It's definitely tougher. Yeah. That's hardcore, man. Yeah. If we wanted to fix this country, you'd invest it in the teaching. I hundred percent. Yeah. The well, the, the education system in the world, is fucked. Yeah. Like you, we have so many different options, so many different varieties in so many different countries. And then there's people who don't even have it, don't have anything. Yeah. It's like you have both spectrums. You have mm-hmm. the full sides of everything. Um, but in America, a place where we're supposed to be a world leader and a world power. And we, inv- we actually deduct from our education mm-hmm. to provide funds elsewhere. That's ridiculous. And we have someone over our entire education board who knows nothing about education yeah and or betsy like, devos so or like the like, older they get the more like detached to get from right, it right you gotta pay right. these people to like stay motivated to teach children for the rest of their lives yeah you know, they have to be making as much as like at least like a dentist or something like that. well or, and teachers understand that we're under we're not valued so once we hit tenure, that's it. Yeah, I don't care dude, anymore. I've gotten either. a lot of bad teachers where it's like, man, if I only had a good teacher, then I would have maybe learned a little bit more. Or yeah. Maybe I would have, you know, it, 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 it's preventing you from like, like running into pitfalls later in life if you have right. a good teacher. So, right. 
the fact that we don't value that is very upsetting it's sad yeah it's it's rough because we are constantly preventing people from coming to this country as if we're so great and then we're doing irreparable harm to ourselves in the long run based on a generation of people in charge that aren't going to be here majority in the next 30 years and who's going to have to pay for that we are so i don't understand why we're still allowing this to transpire after all this time especially when we see how it's trending and now we only have 12 years left because of whatever so it's like come on what about this do you guys think that like everyone is responsible for this or like does everyone have to be like contributing towards like the revolution or can only some people because like as a musician as a producer like it's so exhausting to have to like worry about that type of stuff all the time so and sometimes i feel like i don't even want to look at my twitter timeline or i don't yeah. want to have keep up with like all the bad stuff that's going on in the world right now yeah. it seems like it's every day there's the news is nothing happening. but bad news so <laughs> do you think that like is that wrong of me to not want to engage in that no i mean it's it's good to protect your mental yeah. health yeah but is it responsible to like but completely the, detach from you can't memory? detach from reality because if yeah. you live in a fantasy world you're only hurting yourself yeah or like that like you think it's all good until it's not and then all of a sudden you know it's all like, this it's knowledge like how, you should have been aware of you're it's not like how the old people like got their social security cut or something like yeah, that yeah you know they just probably like weren't keeping up with it over decades and bro you want, I can believe it. If I'm going to be completely honest, um, I really just rely on the Holy Spirit to guide me. Yeah. I Really? Like, bro. If I everyone sh- did that, though, man, the Holy it, Spirit got us all. And Holy Spirit, that's what he's meant to do. He's supposed to freaking guide you and protect you. And that, like, if that's what he's meant to do, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Much, why would you rather go with someone who... It's like 1099 to get subscribed to the Holy free, Spirit bro, and then they got you for the rest of your life. You just have to have faith. I've been thinking... I've been saying this a lot. Um, we had this conversation the other day um, about fate, right? You're destined. Mm-hmm. Your destiny. But I kept thinking about it and I was like, but there is no fate without faith. If you don't have yeah. faith, then there is no destiny because you don't even believe there is a destiny. Remember we talked about this? Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you can't. Well, like if your destiny is your destiny, because whether whether or not, you know, or you want to be where you end up, that was your destiny. You had opportunities possibly to try and change it. But because you were destined to be in this position, you didn't take those opportunities. So, I mean, it's like. You can have the faith all day, but ultimately you are where you belong. And until you no longer belong in that position that you're in, you will change it. Okay, that's perfectly fine. But you also have to, we always talk about this as well, balance. So there's a balance between both of these two things. You have to be able to be aware enough to understand because there's so much so much in life that we we don't even spend really looking at that we miss even in ourselves that we don't notice that we don't you subconsciously become unaware of it but once you start becoming more conscious of things and you're like why what the fuck like there's all these things that i now understand and you're just like all right then let's let's go 
Like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like you got to want a good destiny, yeah. right? You got to, if once you choose that you want a good destiny, then like it like unlocks the destiny. If, yeah, right? it, it falls in line. Because if you don't even think about it at all, you're not even thinking about like destiny or where your path is going at all, yeah. then yeah that that those are the people that are destined for failure because they throughout their entire life they didn't never had the opportunity to learn that it is you know like it it is like controllable and that's predestined for failure right that's yeah. like those people that never well, learned their entire life about destiny or well this that. is what i will say to this um so you know how i said fate you have to have faith mm. although you have that faith you also have to remember you have also been given the ability of free will you know you get to decide where you go next or what you do but there's a spiritual guidance of you will feel something you can feel connections you can see reality and say hmm maybe not that seems like that could work out eh sure yeah like you if you can't do that with your opportunities then you're lost and you're just wondering which way to go and you're not sure and you're still looking it's like a bunch of tunnels and you're just saying yeah. fuck but if you just say holy spirit which one that one so oh yeah holy spirit to you is like your gut your gut instinct or no man like just your faith that like it'll be all good like because holy you know. spirit jesus the father like i've been getting on religion a little bit more man like I, I, I started with religion wonderful. then i straight away from it and now i'm like i i went through some tough stuff in the past year and like well, sometimes I, that's the only thing that's there man sometimes yeah. like you know you got nowhere to go except for a church or something i, mm, I don't call it religion though that's yeah. just a nasty label yeah i like yeah. i like just saying community because yeah. that's what it is you're in community in with people faith is a good word too for it just it's my spiritual journey you know and i'm there has to be one. People neglect the spiritual side of everything. I mean, people mm-hmm. love Avatar The Last Airbender mm-hmm. because it explores spirituality. Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling me that that show doesn't do a great job of showing you what spirits are or, like, the spirit world in a way where you could understand it. It's just an ancient story. But that's what that's why it's a story because ancient people were, like, aware of it. And so they were like, we got to write this shit down before we forget. Yeah, There's so much that, like, there's so much that they experienced yeah. that writing it down was the only way to be like i hope someone one day will understand this you know why else would you write it down you know yeah. well it's it sucks because america's culture is not like that at all right no. like they like we the best cultures teach it in their tradition like asian cultures and stuff like they like the di- it's all in like the diets the recipes like all that stuff is all in the actual traditions of right. the, each race or culture and america is lacking that for sure like we're probably completely out of touch with what do you call the universe more than any culture probably yeah yeah well i mean that's because we're so much of a melting pot that's true yeah where it's like well how do we all collectively agree on one consciousness when we're all mm-hmm. from different avenues yeah. and we've streams. always been in a state of tension probably between all races yeah you know? it's never yeah. been like yeah. A peace moment in America. No. Well, <laughs> America didn't start that way. Yeah. So it can't finish that way. Mm-hmm. You have to be totally redone from scratch, from the, from the top down. You think you're going to see that in your lifetime? Of course not. Yeah. But not? eventually it'll I happen. Think so. You think? That, see, that's crazy, man. That tells a lot no, about you. That, yeah. the, the only way that's going to happen is if... I, th- I thought you didn't care. I thought you didn't total- think it was going to happen. 
Yeah. What? I thought you said you didn't think it was going to happen. So yeah, why do you still, got? He still doesn't think that. You don't right? think it's going to happen? I don't know. You don't know either. But, but do I think, think it's going to happen? No. Yeah. Because what's happened in the last hundred years that's been so changing that it changed the entire structure of the civilization you lived in the nothing internet. Yeah, the, the internet, internet changed everything, everything. the internet definitely. didn't change anything bro, it changed everything it, it didn't change it, like, it overnight bro, did it change it overnight think, like that's not what we're saying you did said it change it overnight? Years. this guy's changing over here it took 100 years you to said establish years. the internet or it took whatever how but long 100 years to establish not, the internet how long. Because, because remember he said your whole lifetime he said in your whole lifetime you in think my in my lifetime which should be a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's from what I'm 1980 to like, 2080. Dude, that's crazy. I, I think. <laughs> I th- I, yeah, I think a lot could happen. Well, I mean, the next like, ten years, dude. Even, it's ten tw- years. it's about to be 2020. That's like the the only years the only now. reason I see I say it's not going to be in our lifetime is because if it does get to that point where something is going to change to that drastic effect, where now we're starting over collectively, everybody. Everyone's gonna be dead. No one's gonna be alive to be like this is the the new way. That's and why everyone's gonna be like, man, remember the internet? And like, no, none of that's no, gonna no. be a thought. Like none, like no, well, it's like, gonna what if, be. What if all the old people that were like destroying the world died, and then like we all we had to we narrowed down like the people, like young people. Yeah, so like there's a lot of racist young people, and there's like mostly like you know like pretty smart like kids nowadays. So, what if, like, all the people that were racist, their parents died? And then, and then they had to carry the tradition, but they weren't able, they didn't have the tools to carry, like, the negative tradition down because of, like, the, whatever. I mean, well, what bro, the only thing, mean? the only thing that you need to carry down a negative tradition of racism is yeah. your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't have to, like... It's harder to carry that tradition now because, like, everyone, like, you, you know a friend that has, like... Like you guys said, like grew up around racism and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and most of the time people are repulsed by it. You know, yeah. and nowadays, probably nowadays oh, people nowadays. are publicly repulsed by it. Yeah, but one on one, how many people are gonna be like talk to their friend and be like, no, that's messed up, and you yeah. are messed up, and you gotta apologize to me for saying that and thinking that'd be cool with it, mm-hmm. or you gotta get out of my house. But that those doesn't happen. Are having on more often than ever, right? Uh, I mean, now they are, but are they happening in your immediate circle of friends when that or is it just like oh i'm i feel comfortable confronting the stranger because there's no emotional attachment when you go home for thanksgiving or whatever Mm, so like like that extended family yeah sort of thing well honestly i think we i think we got off topic again (laughs) so we got off topic um we were talking about Fuck! <laughs> I don't remember. Even though we were off topic. Yeah, we weren't we were off topic. We were <laughs> right, on, <laughs> we're right <laughs> where we needed to be. All right, what were we talking about? Destiny, man. Yeah, we're talking destiny. about destiny, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. Destiny right. to smoke this haze right now. Hey, hey. <laughs> there we go. Someone's focused. Uh, um, no, but um, if I'm being completely honest, man, everything everything we've talked about right now is is knowledge that you carry, man. And it's like I feel like. Personally, I, th- my experience with the Holy Spirit, with my faith in God, with my faith in Jesus, like some doors open, and as soon as it, I see the opening, I start to run. Like I don't hesitate for a second because that hesitation is your doubt, mm-hmm. and that doubt is showing God that you ain't ready. Did and you have that all like, your life, though? 
did you have like faith all your life or was there like a it started my when my parent when my mom started talking to me about it i was like all right okay i was like okay it, t- it took me a while like i've 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 had that ideal since like I was like an adult, probably yeah. my like a young adult. I still am a young adult, but like when I officially turned like around seventeen, eighteen, like you, ma- I made the decision to want to do this music shit. But it's only been within the past year where I really like, like let myself like be like living it because like I, I you go through. I feel like you go through a really bad time, and then you realize like man like like life is you realize how precious life is or you realize like how helpless you are in life so that you like you know well let me let me hold on give me one second i gotta get something from my backpack just go ahead (laughs) you about to whip out okay did you have to (laughs) announce that you could have just did it (laughs) but yeah no i i mean i i i understand that it's just for me man it's like uh, in in t- oh you got a letter here check this out you got a letter from the governor no i get the holy spirit oh, 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 oh yes um in the sense i this, i wrote this letter to myself no way really yeah this guy did you mail what? a letter to yourself no when i was in college after my first year um i was a part of lca which was um it was basically we were in charge of like our building trinity mm-hmm. and so it was just like we kind of planned events and did fun stuff and she was our coordinator like she was the, our leader kind of because she and she was a senior her name was jillian the last day we wrote letters to ourselves right and i i had no idea i forgot what i wrote bro i've been praying and praying i was like actually i've usually when i pray for things and i really do it in faith it happens and so with this i just knew it was going to take time yesterday i had probably one of the best days of my life right and then i i get home and i see this and i started to open it and i saw this is what i said i said dear luigi in the future i want you to know i am proud of you no matter where you are or what you are doing i pray that you have not lost your way I know you will find you will continue to pursue after God and that he will always be there to guide you. Trust in him and never forget that all glory goes to him. Congrats on your success and I hope you are happy. Stay close to family and good friends. Continue to tell stories and never forget that one person can make a difference. Damn. How old were you when you did that? This was um I was like 19. But this is this was my first year of college. This is my the end of our the first semester right before I I became a part-time student and then eventually dropped out. Mm-hmm. The, I like I didn't know where I was gonna be in a year. Yeah, yeah. And she even writes, <laughs> look at what she wrote. She wrote me this note, and she said, "Luigi, when you wrote the enclosed letter, you were so hesitant to put an address down, unsure of how the following um, months and years would pan out. You were spread really thin. While we haven't talked since then, I hope and pray that you are thinking. I hope reading your letter gives you perspective of the growth you've encountered and reminds you of what your hopes and dreams are. I believe in you, Jillian." Wow. And I was like, bro, I, I saw I opened this and then I read this letter and I was just like, everything I'm doing, man, that's just the confirmation of the Holy Spirit that he's going to take me somewhere. You yeah, know, you had really good teachers, man. That's that's seriously amazing. Yeah. She wrote you a letter. Yeah, bro. And it's she was like a, she was like a like you, she was a senior and you were I was a freshman. But like, what was she doing again? She was basically just overseeing like she was kind of like She's like a camp counselor. Yeah. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. She was our our CA, yeah. our community community advisor. Mm-hmm. That's what she was. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I definitely didn't have 
Well, you went to a Christian college, there. right? Yeah, I went to a Christian college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, dude. It's kind of crazy because when I was in high school, I didn't want to go. To, like, I had that was the one of the first things they told me because I went to a Christian private school and they were like, "You want to go to a Christian university?" I was like, mm, "I don't know." Yeah. Like I, don't, I that that's a whole conversation I need to have with myself. Like I don't, I don't think this was, eh. you know, like I said before, the teachers were great, but most of the time you're not talking to teachers. Mm-hmm. The students were great too. There's always good people everywhere you go, but. At the end of the day, I don't try to define my life based on what happened in that world. Mm. Like, you leave that, and then you never have to experience anything like it. You know, it's like, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. True. Yeah, I mean, I just had mostly, not bad schools, like the education weren't, wasn't great. Like, even in bad, I had, I had bad private schools and bad public schools. I never had, like, the greatest experience for both. Probably, college was good, though. I went to Temple University, so that was pretty good but college uh, is fun bro college was fun for me i went to scad it was yeah art school it was a party school disguised as an art school actually but that's how every art school is yeah man it's just such (laughs) a eclectic souls come together in such a beautiful city it's yeah. It's bound to be a good time, but it's a creative I, yeah, I just market. wish I had teachers yeah. like that, though. That's amazing. Like uh, I, had, I would consider. I grew her, up around yeah. a bunch of different random kind of yeah. teachers. Yeah, because yeah. I, I military kid, you go to like different oh, schools yeah. and stuff, oh, different man, states, yeah. different countries. Mm-hmm. But military is exce- like very like um, you're well respected, right? Because of that. Who? Like military? Like oh, you went to military school? Yes. That's no, 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 no. I, my dad was in the yeah, military yeah. So the, he, he, and I went to different schools based yeah. on where we lived. But you guys, but they knew that you were probably like traveling around because of the military, right? Uh, I Maybe think they not. know that initially, but they don't care. Yeah. You're just another student. <laughs> I just had bad teachers, man. Like, one, yeah. like when I was in There's sixth bad grade, teachers everywhere. yeah, when I was in sixth grade, our, um, a priest at our school like was like molesting kids apparently oh really and like years later or that when i was in sixth grade i got suspended for calling him father dickhead like as a very young kid (laughs) yeah and then um years later i found out yeah he got arrested for molesting kids. wow like that. you should like, write them a letter and yeah. demand a formal apology oh seriously man. i need I a got, written apology because it was on like my permanent <laughs> record and stuff yeah man uh, what the heck and um I mean, one of my best teachers was uh, Mr. Weber in seventh grade when I first went into public school. Shout out, Mr. Weber. Dude, he he made a fucking, like, mini, like, bomb in class. Whoa. Like, you couldn't do this to this day anymore. But, like, yeah. when I was in seventh grade, he, he put, like, this little, I forget what it was, like, like probably, like, CO2 bomb or some shit like that. He, he put it, like, in a trash can and put a trash can over it, and it was just, like, boom. Oh, you yeah. so he took a Gatorade bottle full crumpled up some foil threw I don't it know in if it there. was that's I did some stuff and like that yeah, I did and that you throw the the works toilet cleaner in there yeah, and that's just what shake you do it in up YouTube when you're uh seventh and eighth grade. yeah man those <laughs> yeah, are good times great, and dude. if you use a Gatorade bottle no, because it it's hard plastic though, you know it was like it was mm. an actual experiment oh really and then um you use some chloride and one stuff. of the best teachers yeah sick sick teacher science wow. teacher yeah science teachers are always the best though i had a good one in seventh grade he was uh i think his name was mr knight yeah he was a black belt so he (sighs) he brought in a bunch of boards we chopped boards wow he's the first guy to introduce us to uh calamari we ate like raw squid what that's we had pet delicious man yeah it's good i have a rule i have a rule with calamari if they serve it serve it with marinara it's not good really you got to get that like dijon or like you know your aioli with uh calamari i like it just with like like a nice i like it fried with a nice like 
lemon drizzle. Yeah, definitely mm. the lemon is necessary. Mm. But a lot of places that have marinara, I'm like, not good California. <laughs> What's the reason for that? Is there... I think uh, it's catering towards a different palate. Uh, it reminds me of like Applebee's or something uh, like that. You okay. know, like calamari when I'm trying to get like, you know, something fresh. That real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, do you like, what's that very fancy caviar? Do you like caviar? Caviar is bomb. Yeah. yeah? Caviar is amazing. It's one of those things where you only have it like, you know, once every like, you know, maybe in your whole life. Yeah. 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 You ever um, see that Andy Milanakis show where he blends really good food with really bad food? <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. He, I, I've seen Andy Milanakis. He put like caviar on like a McChicken <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Classy stuff, man. It is. They have a whole store um, over there in Hollywood Boulevard. They have a whole store devoted to just selling caviar. Really? I was like, what the fuck? Where is that at? You got to go full. Hollywood, you can't go there hungry or else. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's on the... Um, Sunset, Sunset Boulevard, I believe it's on yeah. Sunset Boulevard, um, right by where we live over there. How barbaric is that, though? Like, imagine if there was something bigger than us humans that just found pregnant women was like rip their babies out of their stomach, eat their babies, oh, and then throw the fish God. and throw the woman to the side. It would have go. to be. It wouldn't be a giant because whenever I see a giant, it's just a giant human. Ooh, this one's got <laughs> twins. Yeah. Well, it's we can never imagine that type of stuff. Maybe it's like a gorilla, farming human, a giant yeah. gorilla. I just monster. like to put myself in the place of oh, like, yeah. like if I see like a bug just roaming around the ground. Yeah, I think how I would feel if I saw like a giant being above me. Honestly, it'd be like as if an asteroid was coming to Earth. Oh my god, that's how it would feel like. Oh my you god, know? and every like step, like imagine stepping closer to an ant. Yeah, every step is like the. The asteroids coming like yeah. every hundred thousand miles. Like, is, is it gonna yeah. miss us? Is it gonna uh uh uh? Because like we wouldn't Squashed. even we would know it's coming, but you wouldn't feel it. You, yeah, you'd just be done. It'd right? just be you're, so quick. Just done. You uh, so you hope. Oh yeah. If you're on the yeah. other side of the world, it's gonna be a slow death. Okay. That's um, true. Yeah. It rocks yo, the whole earth. Yeah. I, you you're talking about some cool shit. Um, and it it reminded me of this. It's I. It was something my brother kind of got in my head, and so I found this. It says, what if Mars has water on it because we used to live there and fucked up the climate so badly that we had to send an escape pod to Earth with only Adam and Eve in it? (laughs) And that pod was the asteroid that fucked over the dinosaurs. That's pretty trippy. That's pretty heady stuff. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy. It reminds me of the good place where everyone's wrong except for Doug. Doug was the closest. (laughs) Yeah, the LSD. His his uh, picture is actually on the wall here. Yeah. Like, Wait, what's, what's the good place? So the oh, good place is a show. Oh, um, oh wait, is it the? Uh, actually, no, I don't think I know what it is. Bro, it's on NBC. Yeah, super yeah. good. They just started season three. It's good. Is it, it like about like heaven and stuff? Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I've heard. They go I've into theology a lot and like philosophy and like it's just very interesting. Cool concept. Yeah, Not but super that dope. um in that particular instance they were they were referring to just some things that had transpired uh you should watch yeah watch it it's literally like the first joke they make in the show and it's really really funny you should you should definitely watch it but uh the gist of the joke was that everyone he was because she died she died went to heaven obviously we all know that not Mm -hmm. a spoiler but she was like well who was right like christians Mm -hmm. who and he was like "Mm," everyone's like kind of like a little bit right but majority wrong yeah (laughs) and it's like the only guy that got it right was this kid that was tripping on acid and he was just like <laughs> yeah. 
what if it's this and this? And he was like, yeah, that's, Yo, you're right. He got like twenty two percent right. Yeah, 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 it's like the most anybody's ever gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like Jesus. If he came back now, like no one would like believe him or understand I know. him. I like, like he'd be that man, kid that get was out of here. But, Yo, I know, right? What if Jesus came back now? I feel like it would be a completely different story. Dude, he'd probably have a mixtape. He would no. I think he. I think. I think honestly, he would start small again. Like he would just be like, "Yo, let me go heal some people in a in a room somewhere when there's like a couple He'd witnesses." Be indie band. And then just kind of. Yeah. He'd be a YouTuber. <laughs> Jesus and the healers. But I feel like. <laughs> I, but I feel like Seth MacFarlane. Jesus and the lepers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Jesus and like, the prostitutes. <laughs> Jesus hung out with a lot of um, people that weren't okay in society. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, you don't need to heal the people that are already well. Exactly. If you did, you though, actually man. can't heal those people because they usually think they know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, one of my jobs is I do locations and what go, do you mean locations. You like like scope out locations or you like uh, so location. Like? I work with the location manager and mm-hmm. who scopes out the locations and then once they've decided on a location, I go out there and I tr- get the approval from everyone in the neighborhood. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you hand out those like blue slips and stuff. I don't do the blue slips, thank yeah. God, but I do have to interact with them. Those guys always seem them. like mad as shit. Yeah, they're yeah. mad because they're <laughs> like, man, they got to do this at the crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. But I usually just go in after them and mm-hmm. confirm that everyone's cool yeah, yeah. with it and everything. But uh, you can tell the difference like between wealth and and happiness, the correlation. Because mm-hmm. when I go to the poor neighborhoods, I can communicate with people. They're like willing to listen to me they're not gonna assume the worst about me mm-hmm. also they're excited that something's happening in their neighborhood mm-hmm. where nothing ever happens because yeah. they're poor versus when i go to the mansions and everyone's cursing me out and like assuming i'm trying to sell them stuff mm-hmm. and it's just terrible it's like what's do you want to be at this echelon if this is how you're going to act or do you are you cool here knowing that everything's all good plus it's la too man every yeah. like filming in la is a whole other universe compared to filming anywhere in the whole world right? yeah because I'm, yeah. I'm like directing a music video for my homegirl and like apparently I'm trying to film at a beach, and our location scouting it has to be like we have to really scope out these locations yeah. to make sure that we don't get fined and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we were working on a commercial not too long ago, and the whole thing almost got scrapped because it was too windy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I was watching a Aviator the other day. Have you ever seen Aviator? By no. Martin Scorsese? No. No. Dude. It's about uh, Howard oh. Hughes. Oh, oh, with oh, Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah he yeah. should have won an Oscar for that. Performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That incredible was really movie. good. Incredible movie, but like he was, he was, he lost the, it. But back in the forties, he was spending like twenty five hundred like a day just to keep like the, wow. the pilots there. Wow. And like he was spending like he was renting out all the cameras in like Hollywood and stuff. Yeah. So let alone like you know wind could destroy it, but not only that, but that's a, it's a whole other world to make. Like that type of it's a big you know, budget media. That's, That's why, why this place is awesome in a way. Even though it sucks this day and age, back then it's like wow, you created yeah. an entire civilization out of the desert. Yeah, like, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, that's but crazy. I don't understand how people can be all pissy about filming these days when this entire city is built on cinema. But like, imagine if you were just imagine the traffic, or imagine like 
everyone's constantly filming everywhere and you can't get around yeah like that's why people are here is to like make that type of art and stuff right right like, imagine if you're walking down the street and there's like five music videos going on or something mm. they would never let that happen there's too many music videos happening <laughs> right by each other <laughs> they'd be like many, um yeah. no one move downtown then santa monica uh, long beach you know. no what they would need to do is cut the neighborhood and and pay yeah, everyone exactly which that's is what we typically what do should, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, only if they complain. Yeah, only if oh, they yeah, complain. Yeah. So, you guys heard it here. You just complain about just this. complain. Yeah, just complain. And you didn't hear from me though. You'll get the reparations you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, um, did you have like anything that you wanted to shout out or like recommend? Um, or? Honestly, nah. Just that event tomorrow. If you guys are around downtown LA or even in LA in general, like you should definitely come out. Um, we're going to have some tickets at the door early on. So, like, if you do decide to come and the RSVPs are sold out, just come early and you'll be good. But, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of free merch giveaways. There's going to be a lot of um, a lot of good music. It's going to be badass. Uh, La Cita Bar. Um, the event is called LastCall.LA. And uh, you can probably find me on Instagram, Alex Dayo, A-L-E-X-D-A-Y-O underscore. And um, yeah, awesome. you'll find everything there. That's your Instagram. Yeah, people yeah. will be able to find you on Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah, I have only Instagram, yeah. man. I don't. I don't do the Facebook anymore. Like, I don't like. I don't really use Snapchat anymore, unfortunately. Either. Me so. either, man. I used to love Snapchat, but yeah, nah, I've kind of fallen off. I honestly use Snapchat um, yeah. because they have longer videos. Oh, because that's true, Instagram yeah. still doesn't let you do long videos. It's and I'm like, just do it, Instagram, because it doesn't cost you anything. They I do everything else Snapchat servers, does. So. Exactly. But um, before yeah. we let you go, man, um, I wanted to say one last thing. Um, I didn't see her as a teacher. I saw her as a mentor. Mm, um, gotcha. Once you get older, it changes. Mm. People are mentors to your life because they want you to grow. They want you to unlock the highest potential of you. And just value, man. Just take value. Appreciate always give back because those people are taking the time mm -hmm. to truly like help you say build an empire mm -hmm. alex you know? who do you appreciate i appreciate uh my parents for sure appreciate my uh beautiful girlfriend for for just being a great girlfriend and nice. i appreciate y'all for just having me on to be honest hey yeah. it's lit some, some good conversation man. yeah man well hey uh you yeah. guys listening to this We've been chilling here oh, um, with event planner, event planner, and music producer yes. Alex Deo. Yes. Before we let you guys go, I just want to shout out my buddy Christian Ibarra. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, man! I hope it's a good one. Enjoy your party on the twenty fifth. Enjoy it, and um, everyone's invited. Everyone, yeah, everybody. <laughs> it's not my party, but hey. I mean, it's in San Antonio, and if you can find the specific details, then sure. But sure. if you can't, then oh, have fun hey. on your own. <laughs> Peace. Tight, tight. Wait, See you on the next um, one. Oh, also, I wanted to say one last thing too. Go for it. Um, I love you guys. All right, well. and I love our listeners. Uh, so you guys keep listening. Move on to the next one. Episode eight dropping shortly. Um, I hope you enjoy no, this, this episode. One. Oh, you're saying like in the future? Yeah, in the future. <laughs> episode seven is this one, guys. Yes, episode, this is episode eight will probably be up by the time you listen to episode seven. Yeah, but not likely. 
So don't quote us on that. Yeah. Even though it's a podcast. So leave a review and be like, where the fuck is episode Where the fuck yeah, is yeah, episode exactly, eight? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Season two. <laughs> yeah. All right, but, guys. Uh, all right. We're gone. We love you. We'll see you guys. Peace.